Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. And as always, some interesting conversation with Don Jackson-Blattner, or as I like to call her, America's Don Jackson-Blattner, the author and registered dietitian and nutritionist. You can find her at DonJacksonBlattner.com on Instagram, DJ Blattner. Hey, Don, welcome back. Oh, well, thank you. And what a beautiful Chicago day. You know, I downloaded the WGN Radio app. I was able to walk and listen to you, get some sun. I got to say, perfect day. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for that, and um, thank you for including us on your walk. Um, you ready to answer some questions about the big game this weekend? Oh, my gosh. I've been doing so much research about what the top things people are eating over the Super Bowl. I All I want to do is, after we hang up, is start making some of these Super Bowl favorites. And I got a pitch for you, actually. I have a pitch for what I think we all need to make. But anyway, yes, I'm ready to answer questions, but I will tell you I, I do have an agenda of something. <laughs> oh, skip my stuff. What have you got? What's your thing? Oh, really? Okay, okay. So here it is. Here it is. So I was doing all these, uh, you know, research. Basically, all these PR firms come up with these top lists of what are we all eating. Yeah. And here's, this is, we all have to rally. Chicago on one of these lists was on the top cities making the worst recipes, the most unhealthy recipes out of all different uh, cities. Googling recipes, Chicago is like the sixth worst. So what I'm saying is I think that we can rally and do so much better because, hey, we're in charge of these Super Bowl snacks we're making. And my book that I wrote recently is called Superfood Swap. Eat what you crave, but make it with healthier ingredients. So we could eat everything on this list of top things and just make it a little better. Like, so for example, Wait. first thing on the list, oh, Wait. go ahead. Do the title of your yeah. book again. Oh, it's called Superfood Swap. You know, and uh, think about it. It's like, just eat what you want, but make it with better for you ingredients. And so the first thing that everybody's eating, top thing for Super Bowl foods, pizza. It's pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Which, of course, in Chicago, we should do. Thin crust. And I have the trick of all tricks for pizza. And my husband and I feel so proud of ourselves for coming up with this trick. We get jalapenos on our pizza instead of pepperoni or sausage because it tastes super spicy and fabulous, um, and you do not miss the meat. All, all I'm saying. So thin crust, go jalapenos. But here's my pitch. This is really my pitch. The second most popular thing we all have to make, we all have to make this for the Super Bowl, it's chili. It's chili. And why I'm so impassioned, like I'm probably too impassioned. I, I know think why. I might be Can too I impassioned. I, I want to guess. <laughs> yeah. John, please guess. It has a lot of beans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen, chili. Okay. One time I did eat chili that my uh, husband's father made. And it was all meat. I just never realized you could make chili, which is like all meat and tomatoes. So I do realize there are some chili recipes that have no beans. But I'm telling you, if you make chili, think about it. It's onions and peppers and tomatoes is the base for most chili, right? So that's already tons of superfood nutrition. Then if you really don't make it with all meat, but you add beans to your point, black beans, kidney beans in there, amazing. I have a recipe on my website called Superfood Chili where I put kale in the chili. I cut it up real small. I put kale in there. 
this is literally the best thing we could be eating. It's filling. It's got tons of superfoods in there. You top it with avocado or guacamole, and you get another superfood in there. I think we all have to make chili for the Super Bowl. Do I you think this is put like a little case. chicken meat in your super chili? Oh, you can't. Absolutely, you can. So whether you're using like a little less ground beef than usual, or you're going to do ground chicken or ground turkey, absolutely, that's an ad you can definitely make. Um, but I mean, just thinking about all the plants that surround that meat in your chili, it's just like the smartest thing we could possibly do. So anyway, that's my impassioned pitch is that I think we should make chili. Also on this list, number three, I think I'm surprised by this. I think this might be a lie. Is this deviled eggs? Are people eating deviled eggs during the Super Bowl? I've seen them. I don't know about it. It's, it's very interesting to me, but here's this swap. So just like pizza, I said, consider doing like jalapenos and for chili, really load up on the beans and maybe even kale, top it with avocado. For these deviled eggs, what about instead of mayonnaise, uh, Greek yogurt, mustard, and chopped pickles as your filling? Uh, that is how I have made them, not usually for the Super Bowl, but when I make deviled eggs. I got to tell you, that swap of Greek yogurt uh, is really, I mean, not 100% of the time, but just about 100% of the time. Pretty darn great instead of using, you know, mayonnaise or even sour cream and stuff. So anyway, consider uh, deviled eggs are your popular superfood. You know, make it with a better for you filling. Um, number four, I, I would agree with this one. Um, buffalo chicken dip is being uh, super popular for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can make this better, you guys. We really, we really can. So here's the typical buffalo chicken dip. It has cream cheese in it and sour cream in it, and, of course, chicken, and then it has buffalo sauce in there. Our swaps, this is how we would do it, would be instead of cream cheese, this is the hottest thing ever, is taking cottage cheese, which has a lot of protein, and blending it smooth. So your cream cheese would be actually cottage cheese. Instead of doing sour cream, well, like we talked about already, Greek yogurt is what you put there. Instead of buffalo sauce, just use hot sauce. Buffalo sauce has, like, you know, butter in it. Just use hot sauce. That's great. And the best part of buffalo chicken dip is after you do all those swaps, you know, it's traditionally served with carrots and celery. So this is like an extra way to be like, you know, you're on the classic version of it. But really load up extra on the celery and carrots that you're serving with and just, you know, put a few of the chips or a few of like whole grain crackers with it. But you could make that buffalo dip pretty darn good for you. And high in protein. And serve it with vegetables. Come on. Like, I love that. Don't okay, you, and then fifth. Keep oh, going. No, no, keep going, Don. You're uh, on a roll. Fifth, yeah, fifth on here is very similar to this, is chicken wings, buffalo chicken wings, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but they're breaded and fried usually, and wings are just, uh, like, no meat and all skin. So you go with uh-huh. skinless drumsticks. Skinless drumsticks, I'm telling you, are delicious. Still handheld. You still feel like you're having fun, you know, gnawing on your chicken, but it's a lot more meat, less skin. And you can bake it or use your air fryer. And again, consider the hot sauce instead of buffalo sauce and all the celery and carrots you could serve with those wings is a good vegetable. Um, and typically people use um, blue cheese dip, mm-hmm. but uh, I like Greek yogurt with some blue cheese stirred in it. I'm telling you, it tastes just like regular blue cheese dip, but you're getting probiotics and tons more protein when you have the bases being Greek yogurt with just some of the blue cheese stirred in. Anyway, those are the top five. 
And I tell you, we could do every single one of them, have a great party, but make it with better for you ingredients like that. Oh, you know what else they had on there? Mm. Um, which is, shouldn't be surprised. I think it's tons of fillers like chips and salsa, guac and chips, all the kinds of things. To add black beans to your salsa, that would make me so happy. You know, I mean, extra fiber, extra hey, antioxidants. Are those yeah. um, salsa chips that are the dark c- corn ones? Better than the light colored ones. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? The yes. Blue chips. So, yeah, blue corn chips technically do have a little bit more of an anthocyanin, which is this fancy plant compound that's good for you. Now, does it make the chip automatically a health food? No, but um, it is a good idea. I usually will get uh, regular corn chips and blue corn chips. And if I can make another impassioned plea, buy, please buy those mini peppers. Because you could take those mini peppers, cut them in half, and then they become the best scoopers for uh, salsa, for guacamole, for your black bean salsa that you're yeah, going to put out. Yeah. And it gives you a vegetable as your vehicle for all the dippings. I was at a party uh, last weekend, and they had those little sweet peppers, and those are like candy. Those are so delicious. Um, the, you, we are talking about those little sweet peppers, right? Yes. I think that's the key is like, you know, you go to a party and it has all the things that I said. It seems like you're at a regular Super Bowl party. It's like nothing abnormal. Top five foods that we're eating. It's just all these little swaps actually make a huge difference. You'd be eating more vegetables. You'd be eating more fiber. You'd be more antioxidants. I mean, it's like have fun and why not get some nutrition at the same time? Okay, 312-981-7200. Dawn Jackson-Blattner, our Thursday guest. She's here just about every single Thursday at this time. The author, registered dietitian, and nutritionist. Give them the title of your book again, Dawn. Oh, Superfood Swap. And remember, if you're just joining us and you can't write down as fast as all the good things she's saying, we podcast these conversations after the show. Go to WGNRadio.com, click on my page or podcast, and you will find this conversation there. You can write it all down and cook it all up. A friend of ours, last week you were talking about the problems with processed foods and meats, of course. You don't like the deli slices because of all of the salt and chemicals in there. And you said if you want to have a roast beef sandwich, get yourself a roast, cook it up, slice it away. I got this note from a friend of mine here at the radio station. Not to bother you on your weekend, John, but this is all your fault. Don Jackson Blattner has even gotten to me the most adamant of terrible eaters. I'm currently cooking five pounds of roast beef to make lunch meat for my husband's sandwich addiction because Dawn is scaring the hell out of me with don't eat lunch meat. And I thought, yeah, I, I, um, and then I saw her later in the week and she goes, I'll bet. She goes, so then I've got this roast beef. I'm going to make the roast beef sandwiches the way Dawn says. I can't slice it thin enough. She says, I'll bet that Dawn has a meat slicer, one of those things that spins the meat off in paper-thin slices. Do you have one of those, Dawn? I, no, I do not. I have. I did go to a cooking class for knife skills, not kidding, uh, to do a better job. Very sharp knife. And uh, if you do have a very sharp, but it's also dangerous, mandolin, uh, where you can slice things thin, it's not actually for just meat, but it's for anything that you want to sort of slice thin and uniformly, you can do um, I love this, I, and here, but here's the only thing I get nervous about. I don't want to scare people about lunch meat because here's the thing. You could eat lunch meat 
and make good bread and put a ton of vegetables on your sandwich and still do okay. Yeah. There are other yeah. ways to upgrade your sandwich than to freak yourself out about lunch meat. So make sure your whole sandwich is upgraded if you don't want to shake up okay. your lunch meat game. Uh, about that, I was shopping for bread, and I wanted to make sure I got the two words you say you have to have on your bread, or you should, and that's whole grain. So then I turned the loaf of bread over at the store the other day, and it said whole grain flour. Is that what I want? Whole grain flour? Beautiful. That's, That's beautiful. It's, yes. And a lot, there's all different kinds of grains. So maybe it's whole grain flour that has millet and wheat and quinoa. Maybe there's all different kinds of grains in there. But as long as it's 100% whole grain, uh, that's great. I'm a big personal fan of sprouted whole grain breads, which often are sold in the frozen section because there's no preservatives in them. Um, because sprouting oftentimes makes the protein and the minerals and vitamins more absorbable for our body and easier to digest. So if you really are trying to go gung-ho on the upgrading your bread, actually go check out the frozen section and see if you can find the word sprouted whole grain for even extra credit. Okay, we'll take a break here, and then we'll go to your phone calls and text messages. 312-981-7200. One text is already poured in. 773 said, Good morning, Mr. Williams. When Don Jackson Blattner makes her weekly appearance, you should tell her the speed joke from the other day. It went something like, Hey, if you bring vegetables to my Super Bowl party, if you bring vegetables to my Super Bowl party, I will flag you for unnecessary roughage. <laughs> That's an A-plus joke, and I'm going to use it. Hey, John Williams, could you ask Dawn, what was that healthier pizza that she gets at Lou Malnati's, and what does she order on it? Uh, did you say a Malnati's order you specifically make, Dawn? Uh, I, I don't remember saying that, but here's what we do get. We we do love, I know everybody goes Lou Malnati's for a deep dish, but their thin crust is delicious. Yeah. Their spinach is out of this world. I am telling you, their spinach is out of this world. It's like fresh spinach, super garlicky. It is the best, so we always get that. And I'm, I'm telling you, the jalapenos on a pizza is, to me, the best trick of all because we used to do, you know, like pepperoni on there because we love the spice, but jalapeno, spinach, thin crust, limonades, mwah. I have one right down the street, actually. Delicious. John Williams, I make overnight oats and use frozen berries. Are they not as nutritious, as nutritious though, as fresh oats and berries? <laughs> Frozen berries and fruits and vegetables are as nutritious as fresh, for sure. And actually, some people will make the case that in certain situations, frozen can actually be more nutritious than fresh because they are frozen at their peak nutrition and they're not like mm. put in a truck and laying around at the grocery store forever and then going into your fridge. And uh, so the, the frozen nature really sort of locks in a lot of the nutrition. So you can feel very good about that and vegetables too, as long as they're not buying the ones with like, you know, added sodium or sauces. You know, you said when you're doing your chili, go ahead and sneak in some diced kale. I think it was kale that you recommended. Yeah. And, and I, I think that is a food you can, this our experience has been sneak into things because it's not so taste forward. But if I slice it up and then cook it in my chili, does it lose nutritional value or is it as good as if I ate it raw? Uh, it's as good as if you ate it raw because you are going to be eating the broth that it actually was cooked in. So, you know, when you're boiling vegetables, like the old-fashioned way to, like, boil vegetables sitting in water, look at the water. The water is tinted a color, and it has tons of nutrition in there that you're losing. 
So you're better off steaming above water on your vegetables to get the max nutrition. Or if you are going to cook them in water, make sure it's a soup or a chili that you're actually going to be eating that water. And so you will be eating the nutrition that has leached out of that nutrient, uh, of that vegetable. Here's a hot tip from a listener. Whip cottage cheese and taco seasoning and then stuff that into mini peppers. Yum. Oh, my gosh. I have to do that. I literally have to do that. That sounds perfection. <laughs> I can't wait. Wait, so do we bake that then? Do you, or I you don't was eat wondering. That you bake it? Uh, I, I, oh. I'm just reading it here. Whip cottage cheese and taco yes. seasoning yes. and stuff that into mini peppers. You get the sweet and the spice. Uh, you've answered this before. Answer it again, Dawn. Is rye bread better than others? Uh, rye bread can be very similar to white bread, depending on how it's made. So it could be just white bread with a few flecks of rye in there, and they call it rye bread. So you really still, no matter what type of bread it is, read the ingredients to see, are they actually using like 100% whole wheat, 100% whole rye in there? John Williams, please tell Don Jackson Blattner that the impossible beef is good in chili as a bean replacement, I would argue maybe as a meat replacement. What do you make about those um, non-meat meats in your chilies and foods? Well, the first thing is I'm going to cry with joy because you are an A-plus student and an honorary dietitian. For you to have just said, do not make those meat replacements replace your beans, please. Keep the beans. Keep the beans. They're naturally a source of protein and fiber, so keep your beans and whatever you want to choose. So if you want to choose a meat alternative, like an Impossible, or a beef or a chicken, that's fine. Um, but remember, a lot of these meat alternatives are uh, protein, but they're highly processed. They have a lot of ingredients in them. Um, so, you know, you can use them, but still keep those whole natural foods like beans in there. 224, what cut of meat do you use to make for roast beef sandwiches? Is this a silly question? No, I mean, here's the thing. The, the biggest thing when it comes to making any meat, you can make really anything, any beef cut you like, roast it and put it on a sandwich. So you pick the one you like the most and make sure you're still rounding it out with whole grain breads and vegetables. So it, it, it could be any roast of beef that you like. Yeah, well, I mean, the ones that we would make our French dip sandwiches out of, was, a, was that a sirloin tip or something? My mom would just get a roast beef. And then we would yep. slice that real thin, right? Exactly. Yep. I have a, gl- but, uh, yeah. a gluten intolerance. How good are the substitutions for the flour when baking? Okay. So it, here's the thing. If you have to avoid gluten because of a gluten intolerance or celiac disease, that, that is great. And you can definitely use these alt flours. Uh, however, if you are somebody who can eat 100% whole wheat, uh, those are great options for you to bake with. So it really depends on your own health circumstances. But ideally, what you're doing is not looking for just low gluten or no gluten. You're looking for 100% whole grain, unless you have an issue like that, caller. 630 said, broccoli is the best pizza topping, and I will fight everyone to the death on this. Um, <laughs> I love that. You know what? I love an impassioned broccoli person. Like, I see myself in that person. Thank you for that. Boy, Thank I am not. I'm not. I, I, am, <laughs> I am. I will die on that hill on the other side. Um, I got time. <laughs> Denise, we don't have time for everything that maybe Don will say, but give us your thought and we'll get a quick thought from Don. What did you want to say, Denise? 
Uh, the only one thing is I remember in a past show she named three top things that she wishes people could come back on for better health. Pizzas, cheeseburgers, and what's the third? Three things that she, she wishes we didn't eat for better health? Yes, yeah, so that we could cut back on. Cut back on pizza, cheeseburgers, mm. and... Uh, I would. Man. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess French fries because that's a staple of the American diet. Um, but think, answer that as though you never have. What comes to mind if you said, "I'm going to give you a magic wand and that food habit is going to go away"? What would you start with? Sodas? Oh what? my gosh! I don't. I, here's here's the thing. It really is dependent on your own personal habit. So if you are drinking soda, please pick that. Like and to cut back, cut down. If you eat six pizzas a week. Please cut back. Please cut down. If you're eating hot dogs all day and processed meats like that, please cut back. Please cut down. So I would say, you know, in general, you've got to look and see what you are eating a lot of that's typically in this ballpark of, like you're saying, the pizzas, the processed meats, the added sugars. Those are the things that are typically low nutrition, right? Um, anything that has white flour, white sugar, um, is definitely one of those categories that has what we call empty yeah. calories that are calories you're eating without a lot of nutrition. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Every holiday, it seems to be we load up. Uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Don, are candy hearts good for your heart? <laughs> well, you know what? On some level, they maybe are because they're giving you, you know, this love message of like, mm-hmm. you know, love you, be cool, or whatever right. they say. But right. no. Other than being maybe motivational in their messaging, they are made out of white sugar. And that's like when we think about, you know, the question of what to cut back on. White sugar and white flour really would be on the highest of the list of things to cut back on. Well, then they need to stamp be mine on those skinless chicken thighs. (laughs) I think that's right, John. I think that's right. I'm out of time. Uh, Remember, we will uh, make a podcast of this whole conversation. Lots of good recipe ideas and tips for you for the Super Bowl or for the rest of your life. Don Jackson Blattner, follow her at donjacksonblattner.com and on Instagram, DJ Blattner. Thank you, DJ Blattner. Thank you. (laughs) America's DJ Blattner.